Welcome back to another episode of Have a Dope Day. I have Brett Chantel with me. Chantel, Chantel, how do you Chantel. say? Chantel. Chantel. Yeah. All right. We're gonna talk about art today. Some artsy stuff. Some fancy stuff. Something a little bit different. But uh, you're gonna enjoy it. I do want to share a win before we get into talking about our artist, my guest, and that is that I want to thank you guys for all the support you give me online, on the podcast, and in the real world. I actually was able to pay for my children's. Uh, birthday parties, birthday gifts, and all the school clothes strictly off of my art hustle. That's never happened before. That's awesome. So that's tight. And it was a four digit number and made it happen. So that's so cool. Let's get into you. <laughs> yeah. Where does art start for you? Okay. So I started when I was a kid, just getting out of uh, bad situations. Like I just focus on art. That's I started when I was like, I don't know, doodling when I was a child, like before school, I think. Okay. So I'm sorry, I'm a little off. <clears throat> Can we just get into the stuff we talked about? Before? Yeah, definitely. Okay. So you had some rough times in school. Oh yeah. And it was because people would bully you due to the fact that you had a learning disability. Yes. And so usually when you come from a small town, like you do mm-hmm. in Wisconsin, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows everybody's business. Mm-hmm. And when you get a label or you get a little bit of a, a a reputation, we'll call it. Yes. It spreads. Everybody knows it. You start seeing people out in public. That's the girl so-and-so, you know, because we do it now even. Mm-hmm. We just ran into a little boy at the donut shop today around the corner from my house. Mm-hmm. And it's my son's friend. And he's like, he's a light-skinned little black boy, but mm-hmm. he's like almost white. Mm-hmm. And my son made a comment. He goes, oh, he has red hair. I like his hair, red hair. And I looked at him and I was like, oh, he's like mixed. And I was like, man, I wonder if that's rough for him or not. Because the rest of the family is straight black. Probably is. But it was like, it just reminded me of this. Like when you're in a closed knit community like that, everybody's all up in your mix. Mm -hmm. They're in your business. They're in your business. Mm -hmm. And I had thought it was very valuable when you told me that art was the way you use, is what you use to get out of your own head. Mm -hmm. So- Art's yeah. not just something you do because you pass the time. No, I just focus on art because it made me happy. It got me out of like situations where I was like, okay, I'm really down right now, you yeah. know? Yeah. And then I'd go from there and like make something cool, you know? Like nobody could tell me that I wasn't good at it. At like art, at yeah. art, you know? Yeah. So I mean, like I could be good, bad at everything else, but at art, nobody can say that I was bad at that. See, and I, yeah, I, I know that from experience too, because, and I think that's why I'm a little off with the episode. Your story related a lot to mine. I just didn't tell you that oh, when really? we were talking. So like, yeah, dude, like I was never a straight A student or like a really good student. So like art made me feel like I mattered. Yeah, It made me feel like I was validated. Mm-hmm. That was my value to people. Mm-hmm. And so like when it would come to like birthdays or whatever in the family, I'd draw little cards. And that yeah. was like, dude, I go to sleep excited knowing that tomorrow they're going to open my card. Yeah. I mean, seeing their face because they're not going to get something like that, you know, from a store, you know. And I think that's what keeps the real artists or the dedicated artists, the next level artists, that's what keeps them going and keeps them like. Keeps them focused. Keeps them focused. There you Mm -hmm. go. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Because it really matters to you. It's who you are. Yeah. You're not just making pictures to sell. Mm -hmm. You know, this is you. This is you. Yeah. It's what kept me going. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So. What type of art were you drawing in elementary school, after school? It was a lot of like pencil drawings. So I do pencil drawings. Um, It was all charcoal and stuff when I was like younger because like paint 
my mom's like, no, it's a mess. Like, yeah, yeah. so it was just pencils, color pencils, you know, things like that. Um, in classes, I would do, I would learn things. Like we talked about pointillism, you know, what and is that, it that pointillism where it's like, you make those little dots oh, yeah, to yeah, make yeah, a picture. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. And we had to draw a candy bar and I had like a milk, Milky Way, I yeah. think. And that was my candy bar. And I remember hating the whole process. Of yeah. it. I'm like, this takes too long. My hand is going numb from just yeah. making little dots. I think I'm going insane. Yeah. Because I'm like, you have to be insane to do something. It's repetitive, bro. It's boring. It's like, it's like somebody putting like water droplets on your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like for hours just yeah. to torture you. Yeah. yeah. Like that's how I felt. During the process. During the process. When well, it was done, I was like, oh, this is sick. But I would never do it again. Like yeah. I would never do like little dots again. Like I felt like if they want answers from me, they're going to have to ask. I'll, I'll tell them. Yeah. I won't, you know, yeah. I'm like, this is torture to do little dots. Like I know artists that are like so famous for just writing little words yeah. and making a huge painting or canvas or whatever they're doing, you know, yeah. um, with just little words. But I'm like, I can't do it. No, I don't have that discipline. I don't have that patience. Yeah, I you can't know? Do either. Yeah. So you you tried some things and even things you didn't really like to do. Yeah. How did that play in? How does stuff like that play into your creative process now? I feel like I'm more open to try new things. Because like, of? Because of the things I had to try. The experiences. Yeah. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. And more open learn? like, hey, I'll use this yeah. this time. If I hate it, then I hate it. But most of the time I, I figure out what I like, what I dislike, you know? Are you to able use? to like copy something exactly? Yeah. You can? Mm -hmm. I can't do that. You can? No, it bugs me too. That just, bugs you? Yeah. I'm just I like, don't love I to do that, do. but I don't, I can, I can copy something exactly if they needed. That's crazy. I, I don't do like to do that though. Cause I did have somebody like wanted, um, Eric Clapton painting that was okay. already a painting. Yeah. I was like, there's no way. Like, I don't want to copy this yeah, like yeah. on this big canvas. Cause that's their art, you yeah. know? I'm like, that's not what I want to do. So I switched it up a little bit. He still liked it. But but the fact that it belonged to somebody else mm -hmm. feels wrong. It feels wrong. I'm yeah. stealing. You're, exactly. You're stealing. Yes. See, on the street, we call that biting. Okay. You're well, taking but, a bite of that person. Oh, like, I was not whatever. okay. It took me forever to finish it because. Yeah. You had to I force like, yourself to do it. Because mm -hmm. I was like, yeah. it's not my art. You know? Yeah. I'm like, if you want Eric Clapton, let me just do, do my thing. Yeah, you know? Okay, let's let's backtrack. We're gonna get to Eric Clapton too painting. Um, let's talk more about your time in Wisconsin as an artist, because I think that's the foundation for all the other things that came after. Yes. <clears throat> what I mean is, you go through elementary school with this reputation, with this thing. I mean, all through all through school. Yeah, yeah. all through school. Yeah, you roll into uh, junior high with the same people, mm -hmm. and then you roll into high school. Same people. Same people. Mm -hmm. And through this, the reason why I say that, not to bash you, but I want to point out the fact that you develop a very, you know, we call it tough skin. Yeah. You develop tough skin through mm -hmm. all this experience. And I think that plays a big part into your confidence as an artist today. Yeah. I guess I didn't think of that, but yeah, yeah definitely. See, yeah. And that's, Nothing can stop me and be like, you don't like it? Okay, I'll try something yeah. new, but like, it's not going to hurt my feelings. You've been yeah. through people not liking it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or not liking me as a person for go. no reason, there you, you know, mm -hmm. there you go. Mm -hmm. So you had an opportunity to go to, uh, you got to remind me of the university, uh, university of Wisconsin stout. 
Okay. It's a polytechnical That's school. what it was. Polytechnical. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's that mm-hmm. word? Yes. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> so, so, so just explain to the audience, like the process getting into that school. So I got in right away. Okay. But, um, I have, I had a lot of help, like teachers are really cool. Okay. Um, I have one teacher that I even still talk to to this day. Yeah. Um, his name is Leafberg. Okay. He was like the LD teacher. Okay. Um, but he's like always had my back. You so said like, Leafberg? Leafberg. Shout yeah. out Leafberg if mm-hmm. you're listening to this. Yes. Thank you. Um, but he's, he's so cool. Um, he helped me do all the process of getting into Stout. All the administrative mm-hmm. stuff? Yeah. Um, getting ready for tests, you know, yeah. everything like that. I got in like right away. Um, but the polytechnical part of the school is that you're doing the degree that you already going in for. So a lot of people have to take like math, science and that I had to do a few things like that, but mixed in were my actual classes, like apparel design is what I did. Um, I took marketing as well. Okay. And, um, I did a little bit of, uh, interior design, but I grew up learning that from my dad. So I was like, okay, I got this. (laughs) We'll get to that. But, um, so my first year in college, I did a lot of the math, science, English, you know, um, history stuff like that. But I also was doing, um, sketch design and fabric, learning fabrics and learning, you know, the apparel part of, you know, my degree. So polytechnically just lump everything together. Yeah. And that sounds a lot more like an artist-based school mm-hmm, or creative-based school. They had um, food and beverage. They okay. had golf management. What? They had marketing. Yeah. And they had apparel design, interior design. They had like, it was a design school. Yeah. Yeah. And so where that school was in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. there comes a point in the ending of that school or whatever you call it, um, where you get to take a trip. Yeah. So my, in, my, um, my trip to California. To California. So, yeah. yeah. The first time. Now um, I want to hold on. Let me ask you, what was the week before you left to California like for you? Oh my God. I don't remember. Was I it mean, exciting? Were it you was fearful? Super exci- was it mixed emotions? I don't know if I ever have like a real fear of anything. Good for you. But I mean, sometimes I do like I get nervous, but I was like, I was really just confident that I was like, I was going to do good, you know, like no matter what I do, I work really hard and I, you know, I try my hardest to get it done and do what I have to do, you know? Yeah. Um, I think the most nervous part of it was not getting the internship, but she like took me right away. I mean, it's free work. Come on. So you didn't get the internship? (laughs) No, I did. I did. But like when I interviewed with her, it was like, that was when I was nervous. I was like, okay, okay. I have to interview with her. I have to, you know, like, what if she doesn't like me? Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I mean, it's free work. Like, you're almost already down. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like she's, she's down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even if she hates me, she's yeah. going to be like, okay, it was free. You Slave know, labor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, ooh, that was really a fun part. Like I loved being down in SoCal. So the most, I guess one of the core memories from that time was just the interview part was the most mm-hmm. intense for you. Mm-hmm. What about, is there a big culture difference from Wisconsin, small town Wisconsin, oh, yeah. to California? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell me about that. Oh, I mean, we were talking about being white. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of white people. Yeah. In where? <laughs> In Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. Um, I remember growing up that their family, the smallest family, it's the only black family in my yeah, town. Yeah. 
and like obviously they were friends with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my family's from the East Coast, so like my family alone is like mixed. Um, okay. Puerto Rican, Italian, um, African American. Yeah. So like my culture shock is different than most people from yeah. Wisconsin. Like they're mostly like white. Yeah. So when I went somewhere else, I was like, I wasn't afraid. I'm like, oh, cool. Hey, like meeting all these people. I don't care. You know, I'm not afraid to go up to somebody that. No, and I don't get that Karen vibe from you either. You're, you're cool. I don't get that from you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, you don't have I a mean, Karen I vibe. Am, I am blonde. And, well, you you know, the, yeah, okay, yeah. so you fit the standard, but you don't. That's not yeah. your personality. But that's yeah, I, mean. yeah. I think it's because my family's from the East Coast and my family alone is like mixed, yeah. you know, so I'm like why are you freaking out? That's just a hu another human. Yeah, yeah. Like why are we freaking out? You know? Um, but yeah, that's kind of the culture. Like I guess the culture shock is how big California is. There you go. You know, okay. like the growth that it has compared to Wisconsin, like yeah. Wisconsin's kind of like so far back in time, you know, like okay. they don't have the same growth as California. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things they do that are similar, but I feel like, Back then, that like the music, the clothes, it's always like we get it after California Has and Midwest. Used yes, it and yes, used it and, and thrown it away, and then they're on the next thing where yeah. we're just getting it, yeah. you know. So I think that's the culture shock. Like, oh, do you remember what was on the radio when you came out here? No. Any any one song stick out more than any others? Uh uh. No. What but year I was know it? when I like. I okay. know there was one song, but I can't remember the name. It's like a Little Wayne song. <laughs> but I know when I went back. They were just starting to, they're like, oh, oh this yeah. is a new song. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah, I've been listening to all summer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I feel like that's like the difference. You know, everything's ahead and rolling so yeah. quickly here where Wisconsin's like, they're kind of slower. Like, hey, we just got this, you know? So it's a faster pace of life out here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How was that to get adjusted to? Was it easy? You just roll with it? I just rolled the with it. excitement kind of just Yeah, led. just yeah. went with it. I mean- Traffic too. Like I had to drive into LA yeah. every day. That so sucks. that was a shock. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to get run over. These people don't care. And, and, and LA driving is like LA driving. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. So there was one time that I remember it stuck out of my head. Like I was leaving LA after uh -huh. a late night of like designing stuff. So I was leaving and these two people are like screaming at each other in their yeah. car. I'm like, we're not going anywhere. I'm like, I tried to stick close to them. I'm like, this is a show. Like, yeah. I'm just going to get it's me through the traffic. Yeah. So I'm like following them and he's like flipping them off and they're still yeah. yelling at each other. I'm like, this has been miles now. <laughs> like, they're still angry at each other. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know what happened beforehand, but they were mad. That's funny. It was actually entertaining. I'm like, yeah. how do I stay with them? Like, how do I cut in traffic? That's that big city energy, <laughs> dog. It's just frustrating. I just watched it. Two people frustrated on their way to wherever they got to go, pissed off. We're all in the same yeah. spot, but they were so mad. That's funny. I don't know if somebody cut somebody off or yeah. looked Whatever at them funny, yeah. made eye contact. I don't know. All right. So you get, there's a little bit of a culture shock, but not anything crazy. Mm -mm. What about what, like, what was your daily task at the, um. I think there was no culture shock because I've been to New York and I've been to like. Oh, you've been to other places. Yeah. You stayed there for a while? Yeah, like my family's from the East Coast, so I've been in New York, New Where Jersey. Are the East Coast, my bad. Um, well, my mom, I was born in Newark, New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. 
It's kind of ghetto. Why did Mario shake his head like that? I don't know why I looked at it. He's like, she's kind of ghetto. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he was thinking, because North New Jersey is not a good place. Oh, is it not? (laughs) No, it's not. Uh, I was born at the hospital there. Um, My family's like, my mom moved around. My dad's from New York, New York. Um, So, like, not, they didn't. They weren't rich. They had no money. Yeah, yeah. They were like poor growing up, you know? Yeah. My dad's like, we have to get out of here. So they went to Wisconsin. So like, let's just pick Wisconsin of all places. I don't know. I think my uncle got a job and then my dad followed. There was opportunity. There was opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I do not want to raise my kids in New Jersey. No, and that's a good, that's that's respectable, dude. Mm -hmm. Like my kids are growing up a certain way in the same place, but Mm -hmm. it's because of the way I show them things and what I show them. So you, you, you got to do better for your family. Yeah. What were your daily tasks in the uh, internship? Okay. So when I first got there, I was editing, I would edit pictures because I had. Digitally? Mm-hmm. Okay. Edit pictures. Um, I put together their pamphlet for shows or their, you know, like book to show bikinis. Okay. So like the marketing material. And then um, I helped her design, like when I, I stayed there and we helped design the whole line for okay. that season for uh i think it was 24 i was there 2013 so 2014 okay. yeah that summer and we made this heart bikini so yeah. it was like that bikini was on the sports illustrated cover Damn, and i think christy wild. Teigen was wearing it Damn. and like i was like i helped with that yeah, <laughs> yeah. i was like i don't think i have that um magazine but i I should have gotten it. You should it. get one. I you could probably get, still get probably one. Probably still could yeah, get one. Tight. Yeah. Even um, just the fact that you that you knew the behind the scenes for that. Because mm-hmm. that's. Because I made the catalog. Yeah. And like I was there for the photo shoot. Yeah. Uh, I was helping like dress the models and stuff. Yeah. See, and like now that I make art, art shows, mm-hmm. I know how much stuff comes before that. Mm-hmm. Like that's the climax of it. Right. But mm-hmm. there's so much other work in between. Yeah. So like even now when I see like a product launch, simple product launch, LRG will pop up on my screen on Instagram, you know, t-shirt launch. I'm just mm-hmm. like, bro, some dude stressed over this. Yeah. For hours, for, for hours. days, for and months. And then there's another yeah. dude that's stressed over like the fabric and the color. Like mm-hmm. somebody, like this is somebody's multiple lives right here involved mm-hmm. in it. So that's when you told me you worked an internship at a bikini spot. I was like, I wonder what that even means, like work-wise. Like, oh yeah. It was like stressing getting photos i was doing the instagram yeah um twitter facebook like posting everything i even sat down with her because she's like i want to learn how to edit things and i like taught her how to use photoshop and that's the person who owns the line yeah okay so i was like yeah i'll teach you yeah and like sat down with her showed her how to use photoshop illustrator like because i made the whole catalog so like put everything together I think they had somebody else touch it up because they had to put photos in there Okay. and they had a different programming. But yeah. other than that, I made all the bikinis and made sure the bikini was like the prints were behind the bikini and it was yeah. layering and stuff like that. Yeah. And then from there, you're not getting paid for this, right? Nope. How are you supporting yourself? What's your day? My mom, like? my mom helped me. Okay. Yeah. She helped me. And what kind of things did you do for fun? Because now um, you're broke. Yes, I was broke. So beach, I had bikinis and I had a beach. So that's where I was See, the whole that time. Makes sense. I had free bikinis yeah. and um, beach. So that makes sense for your content now, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. that's like your happy place, your mm-hmm. cool place. Mm-hmm. But also, let's take this, this, we'll put a little pin right here mm-hmm. and let's talk about great grandma. 
Oh, right? you were going to put a pin. Because great, <laughs> well, right, the story is important, but yes. we're going to backtrack a little bit. Okay. Tell me about your great-grandmother, at okay. least what you can Dorothy. remember. Yes. Oh, from what my dad says, I yeah. don't really know her at all. I've never met her, but um, she was a model actress, like famous. Okay. Like she had like three or four homes before yeah. the depression and everything. So um, she'd model for artists. Yeah. She was at... Uh, in New York, there's this dance academy that she went and danced with a like famous dance instructor, uh-huh. like to model for them. Um, she stood for that opening scene. Sculpture, but like the opening scene of the um, the Statue of Liberty lady. That, you know how there's yeah, a it's lion. Yeah, it's for the movies. In yes, the beginning of the movies. Beginning of the movies, yeah. yeah. And she stood for that. I don't know if they took her or they took a bunch of other people's looks too yeah, but she was a model working but she was one of the models in yeah, current for projects that. for that time mm-hmm. yeah. um that like waist trainer thing she, there's a oh, photo of her what? yeah there's a photo of her like you know that thing that had yeah, the machine yeah. they yeah, shake yeah. she stood for that yeah um i think the best one was the sculpture like that one was she was high, standing yeah. for the sculpture um she stood for painters mm-hmm. she was an artist herself my dad said oh she was yeah she liked watercolors Oh, surprising. Right. <laughs> my dad is convinced that I'm like reincarnated. Well, that's, like, why I ask you that, that's why I ask you about this, because it is like all of those things. That's your blueprint. And you didn't mm-hmm. even know that, mm-hmm. you know, and it's know. like you're just falling into those things naturally. But really, that kind of runs in your guys' blood. I'm like, that's yeah, right. my dad's like sends me pictures like, why yeah, is yeah. it that you never have clothes on? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I do sometimes. And she's the one that never had clothes <laughs> yes, on either. Yes, yes. There's a poster that I thought was sick and it was, it's a calendar mm-hmm. and it says self-defense. It was yeah, the boxing the one. Boxing 1928 mm-hmm. self-defense mm-hmm. and it's got grandma there with two gloves on. And she's standing for the calendar. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? I teach boxing. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. what I'm saying. So like you basically existed before in the twenties. Yeah. You know, and now you're, now you're here doing this, this way. And like, I thought that was amazing, especially because that period of time was important for women because it wasn't, there's a thing called like flappers, yes. right? There's mm-hmm. there's a cultural change where women don't have the right to vote. Mm-hmm. Women are second class citizens compared mm-hmm. to men. Women don't really matter aside from being homemakers. Mm-hmm. That was the trend of the time. Mm-hmm. So there became like a whole movement of women just being like, no, fuck that. And that was my grandma. And that was your grandma. Mm-hmm. And so now you fast forward, you face opposition in school growing up just being from a small town, being in the closed area and your spirit just can't be tamed in the same way. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was fire. I yeah. thought that was tight. Okay. Thank you. Great grandma for having such a dope life that we could talk about on the podcast. <laughs> so we'll take the pin out of you chilling on the beach and that becomes part of your, like, that's like your happy place mm-hmm. on your time off. Yep. What happens after the internship? How long was the internship? Sorry. It was three months. Okay. So it was like the summer. Yeah. And then I went back, graduated. Back to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And then March 2014, moved out here. Okay. Yeah. And then what kind of pastimes did you do in 14 when you came here? So I wasn't doing a lot of art. You weren't doing nope. any art mm-hmm. in the sense of consistency. I was like, I was just working. Yeah. Just working. Where'd you work? Um, I worked at Hagen Oaks. The golf place? Mm-hmm. So I was doing their merchandising. When oh. I first went there. Yep. Merchandising. What does that mean doing their merchandise? Um, so I would set up displays. Okay. Yeah. Make the shop look pretty. 
do you golf? Mm-mm. No. This <laughs> fool. This fool. She's working at a golf. The, but I had people convinced I got. Yeah, I bet you did. I bet you did. They walk in there like, what's a good golf thing? You're like, like this is the best golf I'm like, thing. Blah, 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 blah. And they're like, do you golf? I'm like, nope. I do. They're like, no, I would tell them no. no. They're like, how? You have all this knowledge. I'm yeah. like, that doesn't mean I'm a good golfer. <laughs> That's that marketing you learned, yeah. dog. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I could sell. I did start selling there. And then I was uh, the men's buyer. What does that mean? So I bought all the men's apparel. Like from the. Right at the end, right before COVID hit. Oh, Mm -hmm. so you were there for a while. Mm -hmm. And you also, where does the ninja school come in at? Like, when did you become like a certified (laughs) ninja? ninja? Yeah, (laughs) Certified ninja. So uh, a friend of mine is and was a ninja. Ninja, no, just kidding. Go ahead, go ahead. a Muay Thai instructor. Okay, and he loves golf, so he'd come in and be like, "You have to oh, come and what? take my class." It's a I'm golf like, "Dude, yeah." You didn't tell me that. All right, keep yeah. On. So he would come in and he he'd be like, "You have to come take my class." I'm like, yeah. "Okay." I'm like, "I haven't done anything. Like, let's try this." I'm like, "I have boxing experience because my grandpa was a boxer, so yeah. like, I have boxing experience, but not kicking." Yeah, he's like. What other activities have you done? I'm like, dance. I know a little bit of boxing, basketball, like different athletic sports, you know? And he's like, you'll be fine. Dancers are really good at like Muay Thai. I'm like, okay. He's like, see, your kick is perfect. So like, I learned that. Wait, he made you kick for him just like on the No, 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 no. When I went to his class. Yeah, in the shop. He's just 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 kicking the mannequin. Kicking the mannequin (laughs) right there. But no, so I went to his class. Um. I did a couple like just prior like little things with him just so I wasn't like lost in the class. Yeah, yeah. But then he's like, I got good really quick. I was like, okay, natural I got this. Born so, ninja. That's so, what I try to say. Go ahead. I'm like <laughs> natural born. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just started taking class and then he'd have people that were new come to me so I could show them stuff. Oh, that's like cool. in the class. Yeah. I'm like, but I'm not getting a workout. Like they're super yeah, slow. Yeah. I have no I have patience, but no patience at the same time. Like yeah. I came here to work out, you know? Um, but yeah, that's where it started. And then he went to a different gym and I started teaching. Cause he's oh. like, you should teach. I'm like, okay. So teaching classes at Union Boxing, which is not a thing anymore. And then I went to title. What's title? Title boxing. It's on our street. Okay. And um, I teach kickboxing and boxing. Dang. Yeah. So you're, you're like the master ninja now. Uh, I don't ninja. know. I don't think I'm there yet. No. There's other people that are way better. What? So way what? Better it, than me. What exactly do you teach when you teach people? Like what's like like what's an entry level class or whatever? Like. Well, I anybody at title is entry level. Like okay, a lot of people like. I would say like 90% of the people have never boxed before. So I go over basics with them before class, like one, two, three, four, five, six. So jab, cross, lead hook, rear hook, lead uppercut, rear uppercut. And then if it's kickboxing, I have to show them kicks as well. I'm sorry. I have a stupid idea. (laughs) Wait, what was it? I was like, if it was me, I'd be like, punch him in the face. and be like, this is real. We're boxing. (laughs) punch him right in the face. Yeah, like they're like, hello, how are you? like, bang. I think it would lose a lot of customers. (laughs) But you would find the really good customers out of those. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Like if they stick around, they're dedicated. I don't think the company would like that. That's why I said it's a stupid idea. (laughs) I already think I make them work really hard in class, so. Um, but yeah, so I show them boxing basics. Then in class, I check up on them, make sure they're doing everything. Okay. Like their form's good. Um, but yeah, the classes are, there's eight rounds, uh, three minute rounds. Um, and then there's a beginning and end. So warm up and cool down or like 
strength cooled down or core cooled down. So, and is just, that your full time job now, or is that something you do on the side? No, I just do that on the side now. Okay. So, uh, I work for a company. It's RLS Construction. Okay. And I'm doing interior design, and I'm doing their marketing. Okay. Yeah. So I ask you that because you and I had talked about you taking a break from like painting art. Oh we'll, yeah. We'll call it that. When I was art. when I first got yeah, here. When you first mm-hmm. got here. So from 14 all the way to about 20, there's a six mm-hmm. 2014 to 2020. There's mm-hmm. a six year gap of painting art. Mm-hmm. But you've still been exercising different creative parts of you. Yeah. The marketing, sales, picking and buying or whatever that is. The yeah, boxing. Buying- the ninja stuff like the ninja stuff. yeah those are all different forms of creativity mm-hmm. that you're exercising mm-hmm. so how do we get back into painting again so a friend of mine we were well everything was shut down everything we were just messing down. around yeah. taking pictures and he mentioned you're supposed to be in the house <laughs> yeah. we're not gonna talk all about right. the things i did not right. do <laughs> because there wasn't a lot of me being in the house i yeah. couldn't do it but um so we're taking pictures and he's like, I really want this painting of me. He's like, it was like a wrapper. It was like a side view and it was like okay. geometric. And I'm like, oh, I can paint that. Yeah. He's like, you can paint. I'm like, yeah. I'm like nobody knows. Cause I'm like, I don't talk about it. Yeah. I'm like, it's just. A hidden thing. talent of yours. I think I do just for fun and, or just for friends, like yeah. make them gifts, you know? Yeah. And he's like, you should make this something. Cause after I made it, he's like, you need to make like this a career, you know? I'm like. No, no, no. He's like, yes, you do. You have to make and this a career. Was he the photographer that you were? Okay, mm-hmm, so he had mm-hmm. an eye for art already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So he's the photographer. I was. I had taken a picture of him. He's like, I want a side profile. I'm like, I need a picture. Like, yeah. I just need a picture of you, side profile. So I did that. I made that one and then I posted it and I had like a bunch of other people say, hey, I want a painting. Like, I'll pay okay. you for a painting. I'm like, okay. So that's how it started. And then what and then, was the second and third painting after that? Do you remember? Uh, I, the second one was another friend. It was a picture of him down on his knee and his boxing gloves, like at his face or like oh, okay. he was just like dead after a workout. Yeah. And I painted that one. Then another friend, him is fiance now. Uh, I painted them together. And then another guy wanted a f- him and his brothers. So I painted them. It's yeah. a lot of male because it was like very masculine the first one I did. Yeah. So I feel like I had like a lot of male clients. Um, and then I did an album cover for somebody with his tattoos in there. Okay. A remake of an album cover. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in your own version. Yeah. What I didn't realize that I just now realized is that when you were the first few paintings were all of people doing things that they love to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that when we talked first time. Mm-hmm. That's intimate to give it to somebody mm-hmm. and say, here, paint this picture of my fucking life. Like, yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. You, we don't always see how like valuable these things are when they're happening. But looking back now, I think that's really cool. And that kind of sets the stage for the black and white stuff that we'll get to. So you paint a bunch of masculine paintings and then you did the album cover. Tell me about the original album cover and what you did to your version of the album cover. Okay, so the album cover has kind of this man in a geometric stance. Okay. And it has a wolf on his head, a Native American. Like a headdress. Man. Yeah, headdress. Yeah. Um, it was tan background, black and white uh-huh. print. Um, and then I added gold, orange, teals, 
um, cause I asked him what his favorite colors were. So the background first, it was like, I put water on the canvas and then I dropped orange, like paint? acrylic paint oh, and they to like cool. let it mix in oh, what? and let that dry. And then I put a, like a deep teal on the edges. Like yeah. it was sinking into the painting. Yeah. Make it more vintagey. Yeah. And then I started to sketch the the print. So the Native American guy with the headdress of the wolf. Yeah. And the headdress of the wolf, I made his eyes blue. Okay. And so like had a blue coloring in it. And then um and then I added his tattoos. So there was a the album cover name. I took that out and I put the guy's tattoos and then I put his tattoos all over the painting, like in the white. customer's tattoos mm-hmm. all over the mm-hmm. art. Yeah. I told okay. him to give me a couple of tattoos that he likes yeah. and I'll add it to the painting. Yeah. And it was, it was really cool. When you said you sketched it, was that with the projector? Or did you just do that freehand? Freehand. Okay. Are all of your paintings sketched freehand or is there, is there yeah. technology involved? No. So Sketch it's just free. you sketching it, mm-hmm. making it look the way it's supposed mm-hmm. to be. Most of the time, I hate how the sketch turns out, and then I put the color to it, and it looks really good. Yeah, that happens to me, too. I'm like, I'll sketch it and be like, this sucks. And I'll like erase. I'm like, this really I'm like, I'm just going to put paint on it. And then then I'm like, okay, there it is. That's what I wanted. Yeah. (laughs) You know? So we'll get to that, too. We have a, there's a point there, too, where you, you talked about doing that album cover and you just didn't want to copy it. Oh, no, that was the, um, Eric Clapton, which no, that one, the album cover, I didn't want to copy either. Yeah, but, and you didn't. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying is like, mm-hmm. you turned it and made it your own. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still used the base, the ma- yeah, yeah, the base, but I added things that meant to, something to the yeah. customer. You made it like personal. Like the tattoo. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So this whole time you're developing this personal relationship between you, the customer and the art. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's something that customers or people that aren't artists kind of overlook is that this becomes real intimate. You it spend does. hours on the canvas with different mediums. And then you're like messaging the yeah. customer and be like, okay. Do you like green? Or yeah. Do you like blue? I'm like, I'm really going to get to know yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so at the end of the day, these art pieces, yes, they have it hanging in their home, but probably the more valuable thing is the story of how it was made. Mm-hmm. And so somebody walks into the dude's house, they recognize, yo, that's an album cover, this and that. But what's different about it? The dude turns around and goes, yo, she did this, that with a ball bat, you mm-hmm. know, like, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. And that's where. And they get to discuss it. They get to discuss know? it. Mm-hmm. And then they get, they discuss you. Mm-hmm. Right. I felt like he didn't really trust me at first. Cause I'm like Probably asking yeah. all these questions. Like, well, don't do too many things. I'm yeah, like, yeah. just trust me. I have a vision. Yeah. You're <laughs> like, asking questions and then telling him not to worry about it at the yeah. same time. <laughs> Exactly. I'm like, don't think about it too yeah. hard. Like, but think about the questions I'm asking. Yes, just answer my questions. Yeah. That's all I want. <laughs> have you ever had any really like annoying customers? We don't have to say their names, but just people that are just like, dude, I don't know if I would deal with that person again. No, not really. Okay, good answer. Good answer. Yeah. We'll move on. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I haven't yet, but it doesn't mean I won't. Yeah, that, you know, yeah. no, I, I know a lot of artists do, though. They do. Yeah. And that's why I ask. Because there's some people who are just like, dude, I regret this, like mm-hmm. taking this project. I've on. heard stories. I'm like, yeah. but I've never had a story like that yet. So you have a spurt of creative painting during COVID. Yes. And then where does Raul come into play? Because I feel like he was a big part of the push. Yeah. So I did paintings of me. Okay. Like wine. And then I oh, met. Oh, wait. 
Do you want to go there first? Yeah, sorry. My there bad. First? Good point. Okay, because I'm like, I did a, those before I met Raul. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, I had a photographer do a video of me painting, um, doing different things. Okay. Um, and then I like got to it. So like I painted with wine. Explain that. Okay. So like you were drinking wine and painting at the same time. No, I didn't drink the wine. Oh, okay. I know. I (laughs) I don't drink wine. I don't really drink you guys. So, um, but I, so the first part of the process was getting Polaroids taken of me. So I have, I have a reference. I have a video on my Instagram, a full video of like how it went down, what happened. Um, We took the Polaroids. Then we went into the next step where I was painting. So I'd paint with the wine and then I add some acrylics to it to give it some texture and color because the wine would make it like coagulate, like kind of like give it some texture. Um, So certain parts of the painting has, has more wine. And some has more like acrylic. Okay. If it was like a tan color, like my skin tone, yeah, I'd had to take a little bit of wine and put it in there to but, dilute it. Mm-hmm, yeah, but I couldn't use a lot because it's it red. It, yeah. yeah, it was red. So, but the base of the painting is all wine, and then and then I would add like blacks and tans and you know different colors to bring out like the lighting in it. And so how did you even get the idea to do wine? Where'd that come from? I was, I don't know. I just had like this vision one day and I was like, okay, you can use coffee for wine or coffee for painting. You use tea for painting. Why not wine? Like, I, I, always wondered, I just like, like who the fuck? I was like, I'm going to do this. You, you know? know what I think happened back in the day, whenever it developed, somebody spilled coffee or wine on a painting mm-hmm. and then it just became like another art form. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, oh, Cause way. I'm like, maybe that's what they started with. Yeah. Cause I'm like, those are like, the first forms of like actual pigment. Yeah, they are. You know? And a lot of like color comes tea from natural leaves, things. Like, yeah. you know? Yeah. They have Maybe. to been like where it yeah. started. Could've I don't been. know. I could be I was wrong. thinking some person in their home like with a cup of coffee, but you're going back like ancient. ancient. Yeah, like ancient. That's ancient. <laughs> I'm like, how do they make that art on the walls or have whatever? You, oh, okay, well, since we're on that topic, have you ever looked into color? How it's made? What it's made out of? No. So there's like minerals and all oh, these other things, but yeah. a lot of this shit comes from the earth, right? Like, yeah. Uh, Granite. Yeah, I got this book Pencils. that's called like The Secret Life of Color. Oh, cool. Yeah, and it's a very boring audiobook. Um, but it's cool. But you get to learn about like how back in the day in Japan or China or whatever, like certain colors were I outlawed. I bet they used tea. Yeah, they probably did. They did. <laughs> but like certain colors were outlawed because they belonged to a certain class of people. Yeah. And so like you could only have this color if you were. Mm. And I was like, bro. That makes sense why some of their paintings don't, like, if you think about it, some of them don't have certain colors or any color. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Or some, some regions have different colors, you know? And that's, that always, after that book, I was like, bro, color is just a part of human history Mm -hmm. as like humans are, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, this is crazy. So I always think that even when I see color now, I'm just like, I'm not the first person to see that color. Like millions of other people from different times have seen that color. That's mm-hmm. crazy. All right. Anyway, get back to the art part. <laughs> um, all right. So you're doing these paintings and you're experimenting with things. How mm-hmm. are you liking the way that, that they come out? Using I, I like them. It? You like it. Yeah. And then where do you run into other people that okay. you didn't know before? So I was actually at the brewery over here for a friend's birthday. Okay. 
OPB? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then his friend's like, hey, I know somebody that's an artist and has a gallery. He's like, my cousin puts her art over there. I'm like, okay, okay cool. And like, if you don't mind, like, I'll- Introduce me. I'll, yeah. Or yeah. like, send me his Instagram. I'll hit him up. Yeah. And then I, I think it was Soy Tiger, the one, yeah. his Instagram that, um, that they sent me. And I sent it, him my paintings. I- um, hit him up and he's like, yeah, come in. Let's, let's meet, you know? And they and have so the space I'm, at this time. Yes. They had third eye. So I met Raul and Daniela at the same yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they were having a Halloween show and it's still COVID. So like yeah. everything was really slow, yeah. but, um, I came in, I had all this art. I'm like, well, how many pieces do you want hung? He's like, hang it all. I didn't know you had this much. Yeah. So I'm like, I had a whole corner yeah. of like my art. And usually I have a table with like smaller pieces, but yeah. I like hung everything. I'm like, if they want it, I'll pull it off the wall. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. So, and he saw the body pieces, like those are really good. And then Phil yeah. was like, Brett, these are sick. Like, and I told him how I made those. So, yeah. Like that's where I met. Um, that's a part for you right there. Yeah. <laughs> Ambulance. Um, so that's how I met them through a friend. Yeah. At he, the brewery down the street. At the brewery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's tight. And then. Both those dudes helped a lot of people jumpstart their studio careers or art careers, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Because I'm the same way. With yeah. Because you. I met- ran into Danilo at another thing I was doing. He mm-hmm. invited me. Didn't know he was a gallery dude or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, like, turns out it was cool. And, like, I got the the bug from, like, seeing other people interact with my art. Mm-hmm. In the street, we see street people interact with street art mm-hmm. or when, or graffiti. And so, like, the response is the same. There's no response. Mm-hmm. Or you get, like, that's cool. But really, they're just like, damn, that's sick. This fool just outdid me. Mm-hmm. So, like, seeing art in an that's honest That's what I did when I met you. Yeah. <laughs> like, seeing <laughs> art in an so honest much. environment where you could talk about it is cool. Yeah. And I didn't know that. So, when I was there, I was just like, yo, this gallery shit is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of like this. So, that's tight. Right. They helped a lot of people out. Yes. They're, I feel like everybody there has yeah. grown so much. They have. And that's yeah. the other thing, too, mm-hmm. is like the timing of that place. Right. Like mm-hmm. opening the door for other artists. And then as yeah. one door closes, three other ones open. And mm-hmm. these people are in a position now through mm-hmm. experience to walk through those three doors. Yes. Or host their own art show. Yes. Like you're about to do. Yes. Do you know the information because I didn't do that research. I'm sorry. For the my time, art show? Yeah, the yeah, time, like, <laughs> the place, so and it, what it's called. It's going to be at the Lofts here. here? Okay. Mm-hmm. 3400 Broadway. Broadway. Yeah. It's from 4 to 10. Okay. August PM or 30- AM? PM. I'm kidding. I'm, AM. I'm like, AM? Yeah, artists no, are not getting no. here at AM. <laughs> you were painting all night. Yeah. Um. So PM, and then it's August 13th. Okay. And I made the event bright. So you I, made what? La- I made the event bright last night. Oh, so it's yeah. up. It's mm-hmm. tangible. It's up. I think the first at 6 a.m. you can get tickets. Dang. But, you know, it's a free show. So, you know. So you and Raul spent spent some time with you. Mm Mm-hmm. I've. um, Teaching. Yeah. He's like, he's my mentor. Yeah. Raul's good people. Um, I helped him a small bit with uh, the cafe he finished. Okay. Um, It's on T and 40 or something. Yeah. He just finished like. I didn't do half the stuff he did, mm. but, um, yeah, I helped him start that. And then he went on and did the whole thing by himself. He never called me again. Yeah. If he doesn't think I'm a good artist. <laughs> well, it's probably that thing where it's like, you know what? 
He could probably just maneuver through it very quickly. I'm like, yeah, I was probably just in the way. No. I was just company. Yeah. Like, Brett, just talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's that spot is sick. Was that the only project you guys worked on together? Um, no, we did a show here. Oh, okay. That collaboration. Collision and collaboration. Yeah. Second mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The second one. And I did the background. He painted me. Oh. I've never had anybody. Did paint you know he was going to paint you? He told me. He did? He took like some pictures and then I'm like, okay, how's this going to turn out? I'm like, I know he's a good artist, but yeah, like, but still, you know, worry there. I'm like, yeah. I was a little worried. I'm like, oh, he knows me too well. I'm going to look like a freak. <laughs> he's going to draw me as a grumble you know or that, something. Uh, Picasso style where the head or the eye is like, yes, up and it's that, what if he yes. did you like that? Oh, he, <laughs> that would be dirty. <laughs> no, but it was good. It was a really good painting. It Everybody's was. I've like, seen it. oh my God. This you is can so tell good. like immediately. I know who that is. Mm-hmm. I've seen that mm-hmm. person before. He even got my necklaces and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys spend some time learning, teaching mm-hmm. about some new things, mm-hmm. some different things. Yes. How does that play into the black and whites? No, the creative oh. process for everything. Okay. Cause now you're opening up to way more information like from he- somebody that has, yeah, he has way more information. Oh, you. actually I lied. We did do another project together. It was, I don't know where it was. It was another restaurant. We did the outside mural. Okay. I can't remember what the restaurant was though. But you guys worked hand in hand together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How was that? Seeing was, another artist's process. It was cool. Like he taught me how to like spray. Like I was using sprays. Oh, sh- spray paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, and he was teaching me how to like make a light. Yeah. Sparkle. Like a splat. Yeah. 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 Kind of like that. Very softly touch the tip of it. Mm-hmm. And just kind of let it spit out. Be gentle. Yeah, be gentle. <laughs> be gentle. It's, it's very finicky. <laughs> Did you mess up a first couple times with that? I don't know. He didn't tell me. He didn't tell you. He went back and fixed it after. He probably did. Yeah. <laughs> he probably did. Yeah, because that's something you get like after after learning that tool of spray Because he's like, be light, be light. I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I used to tell people it's like touching a baby. How just- hard would you touch a baby? I don't know. Very, very softly. Maybe. Yeah. You don't need to touch a baby. <laughs> Maybe I'm aggressive with babies. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> just grab them. Yeah, just grab them. I just love you so much. No. Um. All right. So there's a certain thing that I wanted to highlight while you two are learning and things. Mm-hmm. And that is the black and white stuff. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that again so I don't fuck it up. Okay. I don't remember so. I was working with him at that cafe okay. and he's like telling me things. He's like, you should just do a black background. I'm like, no, 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 I can't do that. Cause yeah. I've done only, but only white yeah. backgrounds with like color and stuff. He's like, just use black and then use the shadowing. The black is the shadowing. I'm yeah. like, okay. So I went home I got the small canvas. I took a picture of my hand and I like went from there. I'm like, Oh, this is actually pretty cool. And then everything just broke out and like I'm doing bigger pieces like I was driving I heard this song and like three paintings popped in my head I'm like I'm doing those I forgot about the music visual thing my bad oh keep yeah going. keep going we can go back to yeah, that yeah we'll go back to that keep but going. he's the reason that I started black and whites really and then there was a place in the middle where I'm just like it seems super sad and depressing. Yeah. He's like, can you just paint color again? Can yeah, you yeah, stop yeah. painting black and white yeah. and just paint color? Because your like, personality is starting yeah. to get sad. He's like, no, no. Just like the painting seems the visuals. like, he's like, they seem so sad. And like, oh. that's not you. Yeah, yeah. And he, I'm like, maybe it is. Maybe it's just been deep down in me. Okay. There you go. Yeah. There you go. 
So why all women in black and white? Why not families or houses or flowers? Why not other stuff? Why all female? They are all female, right? I'm they are. This up. No, they are. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't know. I think I feel safe with like the female body, obviously, because I am a female, yeah. but I'm just trying to empower women. Like, you know, I do. it's like yeah. a strong visual of like powerful women, powerful bodies yeah, and not to be ashamed of body that they have, you know? Yeah. No, that's tight. Cause everybody's different. We you are can't all different. Compare yeah. each other's bodies to each other because nobody's going to be the same unless you're going to get plastic surgery to look at like somebody you know yeah. so how do you go about picking the figures to paint in this black and white this series? one was like more of like movement like some of them were more movement some of them were um kind of like still like they're standing there but they're all of them have some kind of aspect to them that's original to them. So the first one I did was uh, just a front view with a rose on the chest. Okay. And her head's up. I'm like, okay, I want to challenge myself. Okay. I want to have a form that it's not just standing there every time. So I'm like, I've never painted anybody's chin up. I'm like, I'm going to oh, do that. yeah, yeah. Um, then the next one was- That's a very foot. proud stance too. Yeah. Keep your chin up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she's like paint coming down her. That oh. was like the first one I did. That's my favorite painting. Okay. That's the, the one that's on the flyer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why it's on the flyer because it Probably. started everything. Yeah. It yeah. started everything. Uh, I don't know if that's the reason that they put that one on the flyer, but that's we'll my- just lie yeah. and say it is. Okay. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, then I have the one with the skull. Okay. And I think I came back from- Palm Springs after that one. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do like, I already had a skull in my head, but I was like, this one's going to be creepy. It's going to have like spirally horns. And Damn. yeah. Paul, why? What happened in Palm Springs? Don't I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually like my, my sister got COVID really bad and she like couldn't talk and oh. walk. And like, I was like freaked out. Like she going to pass away, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And she was talking like that. She gets really. What, uh, is this a sister you're very close to? Mm hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. I forgot about that too. Mm -hmm. Thank well, you for reminding. We can go back, we to, can that go too. back to that too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm really close to her, and she was like really sick. So that was a scary time. It was scary. I yeah. was in Palm Springs for my birthday, and she calls me, and she's like, "I can barely talk to you, but like I have COVID really bad, and fuck. if anything happens, I need you to help me with the boys or help Eric with the boys." I'm like, yeah. "Fuck." She like, became real. Yeah. yeah. So like the next two when I came back was the skull and the snake. And that sounds appropriate for those like, feelings. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is real. Like, I have to just stay. Like, anytime I'm like freaked out or nervous, I paint or plug into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so use those emotions. Yeah. To get into the art. Do you ever feel like it's challenging to stay in the painting? Sometimes you get like an hour in, maybe I don't know. You just like the phone lights up or something. And yeah. Like it's challenging. I get to distracted. Stay. You get distracted. Mm -hmm. It's challenging to stay in the painting. Mm -hmm. Procrastinate. Yeah. But when there's something that is like clawing at you or there's like a, like a, like a feeling that's just like won't fucking leave you alone. Mm -hmm. It's actually, that's when the painting part becomes like the healing part. Mm -hmm. Cause that's and how I you get I can it. stick in it. You can stick in it. Mm -hmm. There's no distractions don't matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I feel like when it's like 
there and it's yeah. calling at you, like you can pump it out. You can you pump know? it out, yeah. But then when you're just like, meh. Yeah. Nothing's there. Well, you let those emotions Where are my drive. emotions yeah. for that? You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Skull and the Snake, how did the snake go? How did that come about? Why did you pick the snake? Where did you pick the snake from? So growing up, I had a snake, but it was oh. a boa constrictor. Oh. But I was like, I want a snake. Like, I really want a snake in one of these paintings. Well, you had a but- snake in your house? Mm-hmm. Nope. 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 <laughs> I'm that weird girl Ain't that has no putting snake. no dinosaurs in my house. That's crazy. <laughs> dinosaur snakes. She was so nice. She's not a, sweet a boa snake. constrictor, bro. She was sweet. I used to take her for like rollerblade walks. Nope. Like <laughs> you're that girl in the neighborhood that's walking around with a boa constrictor and yes. like rollerblades on and shit, yes. <laughs> doing karate and shit, <laughs> painting. I was. I was like, oh, it's been in a cage. It needs to go for a walk. It needs some fresh air. It's full. It's learning how to hunt and shit while you take it outside. <laughs> it's like stalking for yeah. it. It's like, if I get out of here, yeah. <laughs> that squirrel is going first. Yeah. <laughs> you know? um, so but, was this a portrait of the snake? No. So I found a snake. It's a horn snake. They're okay. tan. Okay. They're like desert snakes. So you can't see them in the sand. And has horns. I'm like, it was so freaking rad. I love that snake. It was, it's such a cool snake. I think it also has a rattle on it too. So worn. That's terrifying. (laughs) Um, But then the body, it was like, I wanted to wrap around the body. So I needed it like a strong figure. So I had like the woman's leg up and the back leg back. And she's like holding herself up and the snake's like coming down her back. Oh, there's a woman in this one. Yep. Okay. You haven't seen them all. I haven't I mean, seen them all. Mm-hmm. I've only seen like one or two of them. There's a lot of them. So keep going. Okay. So that one, the snake took me a long time to get the detail of the scales and the black and white because I still wanted it to have the same undertones. So. so are you, are you double down on doubling down on the challenge? Yeah. Every time I was like, I'm going to do a body form that I, not all of them have symbols in them yeah like i think i have a scorpion a snake the skull the rose and a moon okay and those five are the only ones that have like still those are very different things to incorporate mm-hmm. with a figure mm-hmm. on and only using black yes black and white yes and then the other ones are just forms of bodies like i was just like i don't want all of them to have symbolism yeah not all of them came with like came came to my brain with symbolism you know so yeah some of them are just like strong body forms and then there's other ones that are just stamps of my body which one was the one (laughs) which one came after the snake or yeah after snake oh the ones with the hands okay there's one like holding the throat coming down and there's one wrapping its arm around a body Okay. And I don't know where that feeling came from, but that was the one where I was like, please stop painting black and whites. You're creeping me out. You're sad. (laughs) Yeah. So that one, I I don't know. Like I stuck out with that one. Like there was something going on. I don't know what was going on. I think I was sad. I was like, I'm painting something. Yeah. Yeah. I was processing something. I was like, I don't know what it was, but I was like sad. I was like, I'm painting this, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I felt like the hands were just taking from the body. Like taking, Ooh. that's what I was going with. I'm like, people just taking yeah. from me or, from you? Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, which now, I felt like helps me heal. I'm like, I'm not going to let anybody do that anymore, yeah. you know? So, but the we talked about this too before. It's like, I don't know if it's as an artist or just people, maybe we don't talk about it enough. I don't talk about it enough to mm-hmm. have enough information to say everybody's like this, but mm-hmm. like go through like drastic emotional spells, right? Like, mm-hmm. You might get upset, 
sad or whatever, mm-hmm. then you get angry, then you get like, you console yourself mm-hmm. and then you're just like, well, this happened because of this or whatever. Like you go through these spells and a lot of times I don't think that the artist realizes that they're painting those, those emotions. They're painting those things. I don't think in the moment we no. realize it. And no. that's why I'm just like, mm-hmm. na- it's like natural. Mm-hmm. But later on. After like, you're like, okay, that's what I was feeling. Well, like right now, yeah. I just asked you, why did you paint a skull? Because mm-hmm. you went from one subject to another subject. Yeah. Each there, painting has a reason, of emotion behind yeah. it. Yeah. So what happens after the hands? What's the next painting? I think the one with the moon. Why a moon do you? I love the moon. Oh, okay. I'm obsessed with it. Do you howl like? Are you a howler? I think I'm a witch. This fall. That's scary. <laughs> I was kidding. I was kidding. <laughs> I was kidding. Nope. She's she a was witch. Waiting for that. <laughs> I think I'm a witch. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just love the moon. Do you follow like moon cycles and what the moon mm-hmm. means and all that shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What comes after the moon painting? Uh, oh, no. I forgot the. One of the butterflies. Dude. That came before both of those. I was going to say something. Scorpion came said, before. The, you were going to say something. Yeah, I don't even know. Um, the scorpion came before the hands. The butterflies came before the hands. And okay, the so hold on. You go skull, snake, scorpion, scorpion butterfly. Butterflies. That sounds like some emotional work right there. Don't <laughs> butterflies. <laughs> yeah. You um, end with butterflies. So the butterflies, my friend was in Costa Rica for a while, like three months, January to March, okay. I think. And um, and so she sent me this green butterfly, like a video of it, like just oh, moving Oh, I was like, dang, wings. she boxed up a butterfly from Costa Rica. <laughs> she brought it to me. Yeah, she no, but she sent, me, she sent me a video. I'm like, oh, that's so beautiful. I'm like, I'm going to do a butterfly. Oh, so like cool. the legs are up and the body, like the lady's laying down, the legs are up uh-huh. and there's mushrooms growing off the legs. Like kind of like a mother earth, like mushrooms oh. growing off and the butterflies are flying around the legs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's cool. That's better than snakes to me. The scorpion? Like, yeah. The, well, what's the deal with the scorpion? I don't know. I think I just wanted a scorpion Have to you? go with the snake. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. How long do these I actually, take? Actually, I thought, I think I heard a song. It was like, he talks about poison or something. I'm like, I'm doing a scorpion. Oh, mm-hmm. so it was a reference. Mm-hmm. From music, yeah. Okay, let's... How many paintings are we into now with the hands? How many is that? Seven? Yeah, seven. Okay. We have 20. We have 20. We'll talk about... We'll, we'll call it <laughs> We've 10. We've a lot. Yeah, we'll, we'll just say 10. 10. Okay. Round it, round it down. So let's let's put a pen in the... Uh, in the what is it? The hands. Mm-hmm. We had talked about having a photographic memory. Yeah. And I... You have one, too. I have one, too. Yeah. And I was when you were telling me, I was like... Holy fuck, like no one has ever described it to mm-hmm. me to, mm-hmm. in ways that I could just be like understand. So like And I call it a photographic memory because they come in like yeah, photos. Like yeah. and people like you don't like they know my brain, but like you're not photographic yeah. memory. There's a small percentage, and I'm like, you don't think I could be that small percentage? Yeah. Like well, since I you also have the college have education, a, we're gonna have, go with your reference. <laughs> I've never looked it up, so maybe yeah. we need to like look it up. No, nah, fuck that. It's called photographic memory. Okay. From now on. Anyways. But I, I see pictures. Like when I used to like memorize tests. What? Yeah. Because I knew I wasn't gonna remember all this stuff. So like if I had like a, a <laughs> go ahead, like, go ahead, go ahead. Because I was so bad at like taking tests, like yeah. if it was a form given to us to study off of, 
I didn't remember everything. It, usually the test was the same as the one they gave oh, us. Oh, so you remember the answers. I remember every answer. Like I can go through and I'd be done. But if I had to study and remember everything, I wouldn't remember it. You just studied it, fool. I know. But the thing is, I just remember yeah, yeah. I would close my eyes and put the bubbles where they were supposed to go. Damn, that's like and Star I'd Trek spark hundred percent. But when I had to study and remember everything, I'd get like a 70%. You just been running around lying to people about how smart you like, are. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'm not as actually as smart yeah. as I am. I just remembered I'm just where really they went. I just really good at seeing shit. <laughs> <laughs> really, really good at remembering seeing shit. So we had talked about the songs certain songs being the inspiration behind the paintings. Mm -hmm. That's actually how we started off the conversations of the paintings after the Raul factor, right? Mm -hmm. Ooh, the Raul factor. That sounds cool. <laughs> I think uh, you should use that. Yeah, we should use that for something. <laughs> Anyways, uh, and you were telling me like the music really helped you paint the paintings. Mm -hmm. it, it gave you the imagery. Mm -hmm. And I was like, holy shit, is that, is that with all music? And you're like, yeah. And I had told you about the classical music. I thought it was just boring and it was just like not not dope. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to it, assuming it was going to put me to sleep. Yes. And like, it was a direct oh, opposite. Definitely does yeah. It. I closed my eyes and listened to the music and it produced color. I think that was the time when I'm like, Hey, I have a video that yeah. I'm going to put classical music. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. That's what it was. The, Antonio the Vivaldi. Vivaldi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The four seasons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's a whole like, cause like I grew up, like my sister would put on classical music really? in her apartment and we would like just jam out on it. What? I don't know how you jam out. With bow constrictors and shit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we were a weird Set of children. <laughs> well, where, where does she know about the classical music? My older from? sister? Yeah. I don't know. Probably my aunt. She grew up with my aunt a lot. Oh. In New Jersey. And what did they do? What is, why is I have know? no idea. I, I just feel like, I don't know. She was just, my sister doesn't like to be like, because she grew up in the ghetto. She's like, okay. does not like to be claimed as that. Okay. And I'm like, we are. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. And she's. I feel like she just wanted to progress like, hey. With some fancy shit. Yes. I, I did that. So too. I feel like that's how my aunt is yeah. too. So I think that's where she got it from. Okay. Yeah. She try to tap into the, yeah, forgive me sister, like, but the she, bougie side of it. Yeah. So yeah. she's bougie yeah. for sure. Where I'm just like, I don't care. I'm ghetto. Who yeah. cares? <laughs> but at this point, I don't care if anybody's judging me. Yeah. So the music played a big part in telling you how to paint these paintings, right? Mm -hmm. Do you remember what the songs were or the playlists associated with these things are? So the first song I know for sure. The other ones I don't remember the names of. I just. Let's just talk about the first one. Okay. The first one. Because I saw, I got three paintings. So Desert Rose is the name of the um, song. Okay. And the first three paintings I was driving. I don't know where I was driving, but that song came on, popped in my head. Three paintings. The images. Three mm -hmm. different images. Mm -hmm. In mm -hmm. black and white or were they in color? They all were in black and white. Okay. But I, I don't know if that was because it was going to be in black and white or because I planned on them being in color before I talked to Raul. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But they did pop in black and white. Yeah. It was all like dark. They were dark. Yeah. Yeah. But I was going to do it in color and brighten it up a little bit. But and the Raul factor changed it. <laughs> yep. He did. And so you learn a bunch, you paint a bunch experiment a bunch mm -hmm. how do you feel like is this a new trend for you are we gonna see more black and white after this show is this kind of a one-time thing are we undecided like i'm undecided cool I let just it be feel, what it is i feel like i just need to let it 
come yeah. to me, you know? I feel like everybody likes the black and whites, though. Okay. That what, brings what if I did black and white with some color in there? Okay. Remember what I told you? No. When yeah. I was like, what if you do the black oh, and yeah, whites yeah. with some, some dark, dark, dark tone like to it? Like dark purples. Dark, yeah. 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 Or if you just that. put the blackest version mm-hmm. of every color, like, and that put would those, be sick. That would be really cool. And that's. Maybe that is the next thing. It's strong. Mm-hmm. Those colors are all, everything about black like, is strong. Yeah, yeah. Like the deepest. Yeah. Like, isn't deep purple like royalty? It is now, if you want to call it on our <laughs> podcast. Said, yeah. We just made something. Yeah. yeah. We could literally say whatever we want on these microphones. And 90% <laughs> of people aren't going to check it. So, yeah. I feel like they should check me. They should. I mean, <laughs> they, they don't check should. me. They just be repeating shit back to me. And I'm just like, I was kidding when I said that, but okay. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you said that you couldn't sleep. Yeah. And then you were listening to music and so i'll get i'll, get a, little, you I'll get a little personal with you uh with the audience i was having trouble sleeping because i was going through a very physical and mental time right mm-hmm. i was transitioning from substance abuse to being sober mm-hmm. and so my whole system is messed up the way i wake up mm-hmm. you know everything is just jittery it's messed up and so like i got really angry after like five six days in and i was like dude i just need to sleep like what's gonna put me to sleep and i was like what if i read nah fuck that fuck reading, reading would have probably put you to sleep because every, to be honest anytime i read so i'm negative. like oh i'm gonna fall yeah. asleep <laughs> everything in my brain is just so negative right but i'm just like powering through it i'm pushing through it mm-hmm. and like dude i had just gotten the freaking took the reins of the paint shop for myself from the boss from mm-hmm. probably the best painter i know mm-hmm. he's like here now it's your paint shop and i'm just like okay 14 hours every day like some days longer than that. And like yeah. Crazy deadlines. Just It was a wild time. I get off one weekend and I'm just like, I need to sleep. Like I'm running on like a few hours of sleep from this week. Like what's going to put me to sleep? Fuck reading. Like, which I, I should have did. So you should have. Like, you would have fallen asleep yeah, right away. I was like, I type in Mozart onto my phone, had these noise canceling headphones on. I put it on. I close my eyes and I just start breathing into my nose out through my mouth you're meditating into my nose i don't know whatever um, <laughs> <laughs> just like, you're just, meditating i was just like all right i know i need to calm myself down so like i'm listening to this and my eyebrows just kind of start following the fucking song you know mm-hmm. how like uh like the the notes yeah the movement but to of give the you notes. a visual you remember on cartoons where the person would not want to dance mm-hmm. and the music would be playing and like their arm would naturally yeah, twitch they just start and then moving. they hold it down with one hand and then the other arm twitches. <laughs> yes. Like that's what was yes. happening. But with my eyebrows, like okay. with, with my eyes, like I could, I could start to see color, the right? color and mm-hmm. the movement, the color and the motion. And I was just like, holy fuck. And then it would get intense as shit. And I'd just be like, oh, fuck, I got goosebumps. Like what the mm-hmm. fuck is this shit? So I wound up staying up all night listening to classical music. Totally didn't do what Did I was supposed to do. Did you paint anything or no? No, because I was just like fixated on it. I was like, bro. And honestly, I went on a binge of classical music. The authors, who they were, what time in the world they were. Like, yeah, Beethoven and Mozart actually met around the same time the Declaration of Independence was okay together. So like, there's this whole period of time where like all this crazy shit that is still part of our life today. Yeah, happened and their music. music yeah relates back to that and, you know with the I, bombs yeah yeah mm-hmm. and i had some really sarcastic negative ideas about this music too that i don't think we should get into but i was just like 
All right, you convinced me. We'll get into it. I didn't have to do much <laughs> or anything. I was like Classical. waiting. I'm like, I'm gonna be silent. I'm gonna let him do it. <laughs> do you know what the Dutch East Indian Trading Company is? Mm-hmm. They started shipping like slaves and shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the most gangsterish music on the face of the earth is like European-based classical music. Because there's nothing more gangster than like genocide or like whatever they were doing. Yeah. So that's like horror. They were listening but, yeah. to this shit as they were doing that shit. They're just on the boat, like yeah. Jamming out and it's with like, their headphones. Just yeah. <laughs> but well, well, actually, what I mean is like you can trace this music back mm-hmm. to certain times. Oh, yeah. And be like, wow. And you can really like see what was going on around that. Yeah, time that's what too. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, the other thing was like, how the fuck and how intense it gets. Yes. Like yes. the parts of it that gets so intense. You how, know? Do you, how do you shop that? How do you go up to a person that owns a theater, right? Mm-hmm. Owns this majestic theater in fucking mm-hmm. france or whatever mm-hmm. you're like yo what's up i want to play this music here they're like show me the music you show them the notes yeah but how the does thing a person is, is like, visual that or how do they even listen because there's no recording i feel like they would have to play it for them but that's like then, you go okay. in there and you have a um a interview pretty yeah. much like interview they play the music and there's like this is but what they i want to play because i don't think though. yeah one part because like, you would need a you whole play orchestra. the best part Oh, you play the best part. Yeah, yeah. I would. That's how I would see yeah. doing it because it's not like the other people would be able to read music. That's what I'm saying. Or they wouldn't be able to be like, Listen and like, to here's my some paper. Yeah, like that's what they have to do. But they, I think they would go there, play, play it. it, play their best part. Yeah, and then they'd be Cause at like, yeah. Because I know that, like, you know. Okay, that makes sense. There was. Mozart. Imagine being like in an apartment and have somebody playing upstairs, music. Like, I'm saying, jamming upstairs. Because you know, wasn't it Beethoven that was like deaf? I think so. Yeah, he and was he going cut, deaf. He was going deaf. He yeah. cut the uh, legs off his piano. Yeah. So he could he feel, feel the, vibration. the vibrations of yeah. the music. Yeah. Seeing like Mozart was like a child prodigy. Mm-hmm. Father taught him music, and then they go to all these different like royalty. Yeah. things and shit and he plays for them and he plays for them and mm-hmm. then he like doesn't know how to handle money and fame and like just mm-hmm. becomes this crazy ass person starts like, at like look at Hollywood yeah and, <laughs> like, and like also at, too though look like, at Justin Bieber look at yeah <laughs> like look at what art has done to other types of artists I know when you mix it with money and fame it mm-hmm. fucks them all up mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like that's I'm okay with that cause like I'm look like, at what you did fuck like, me up like, yeah, like, look at what you did like that's gangster <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So the classical music really did that for me. And like, even now there's, there's because wasn't there a painting that you did with like music notes, not a painting, but it was like, I just the second day. So that was like a Friday night. Yeah. But I remember seeing one. It was an orange painting with like, you had words, but you had music, like lyric or music notes behind it. Fuck. I probably, I painted a lot of stuff. Wasn't it? It was the show that we were both in together. The first show I ever met you. Yeah, wasn't it Charlie Brown? There was a Charlie Brown one, but there was the one with the music. Oh. I remember that one specifically. It says the streets crown us king on the front of it. Mm-hmm. There might be musical notes in there because that was one of the first ones I started. I didn't even remember I might be that. wrong, but that's what's coming up in my head. My photographic memory. Well, we'll call it right. Let's call it <laughs> and say whatever we want. <laughs> that was the same month. Yeah. discovering that. Was that? Yeah. So that makes wild. sense. Yeah. that's. I didn't even remember that. I remembered this it. This is supposed to be your interview. No. <laughs> Did I take over again? <laughs> yeah. no. Oh, gosh. But like, that's, yeah, like, that shit spawned a whole nother thing. That's why when you said working with Raul did a lot for you, mm-hmm. I related it back to that. 
Because mm-hmm. there's there's catalytic events in your own creative process or your own creative history where it's like, that's when it changed into this. Yeah. And it was like so, such a dope change that it affected your work like tremendously. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think working with Raul, this is like the best painting I've ever done. Yeah. Well, that's, and it's the beginning of the rest of the paintings, right? Mm-hmm. Then it's the beginning of you seeing a show, you seeing people interact with the show. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the natural next step is like, well, what about my own show? How would it look? How would I go about doing that? So now we come into the part where Mario comes into the picture. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the thought process before you giving the show a name, giving it a theme. Mario named Before it, it came into anything. <laughs> He'd just be naming all our shit. It's okay. I'm no, very it, bad it at names. I told him that. I'm like, he's going to name my kids. What were you going <laughs> to, wait, what were you going to name the show before? I didn't have a name for it. What would you have named it? Dude, I don't know. Cool ass. I told you a kid. Something, something <laughs> just black and white. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, why, why not silhouettes? I'm like, okay, that actually, hey, that's really go, cool. Yeah. He's like, he's going to name my kids. I'm yeah. going to call him and be like, so I have a kid here. No, no. <laughs> to, he's not gonna name him. Let me he's say gonna give you the like wackest names no, ever. He's the gonna give you sarcastic names. names he's the going, he's names. going like, to. He's going he's to. He's gonna go. Oh, your son. He looks like a like a Bernard. Like what? A Dakota? Yeah, a Dakota. <laughs> See? Yeah. I'm like, Something like cool. That. He's gonna think. What is she gonna yell in Target? Like Montana. that's. A, yeah, Montana. <laughs> he's just gonna do stage. Brenton the third. Something stupid like that. <laughs> sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the conversation how does it even start so i was doing um art everywhere yeah, podcast. Podcasts, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then um after like we were done and we were just talking about like my paintings black and whites yeah. and i'm like yeah i want to do a solo show and i'm like i've been looking for a location but i'm like i'm not ready Wait a minute. yet did, did he do like this Put the phone down and look yeah. at you. He yeah. Did, huh? <laughs> yes. yeah, he did. Huh? He did. He was he like, had this. his attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because I actually I showed him, I showed you the one with the rose, and he's like, Yeah, you could do it here if you get 20 yeah. pieces. I'm yeah. like, okay, bet I Game got this. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, it's challenge accepted. How many did you have at that time? 15. Oh, you were almost there. Mm-hmm. That doesn't count. I was like no, dumb. I was pretty much done. I was like, Oh, I'm going to be looking for a location yeah. to do the show. And he's like, Well, you can do it here if you do 20 pieces. I'm yeah. like, okay. I'm like, so it's going to take me a little bit more time, but yeah, I'll do it. So before that, while you're painting these black pieces, while you're being excited about what's happening, Mm -hmm. did you ever say you paint a painting, you're done with it, you're over it for the night, you come back, you see it the next day and you're just like, did I paint that? Mm -hmm. Like, is that mine? Where where does a solo show come into play in those 15 paintings? I think I was just, first I was like, okay, I'm just going to paint these first. First yeah. three. And then I think I was like getting more ideas. Like yeah. every time I would paint one, I'd like see more yeah, yeah. shapes or body figures or like what should go with them. Yeah. And like at first it was just those three and I was going to sell it to somebody. I'm like, well, you have to wait because I'm not done yet. Yeah. I kept on telling him, yes, wait. I'm like, I don't even think he wants them anymore, yeah. but it's okay. Cause I'm not selling them yeah. <laughs> or I am, but I'm like, they were a lot cheaper. Yeah. Before. Yeah. yeah. Before they um, part of the body of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it just kept on going. Like I kept on seeing images. I'm like, okay, I have to keep going. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a solo show. Cause I'm like, I can't have yeah, like all these images coming to me and then not do something with it. You know, I'm like, usually if we do a group show, I only have like two pieces. Two or three, like, yeah. you know, it's and not- then you got to share the spotlight of the day. Yeah, the yeah. Yeah. And that's fair. 
But I'm like, I can't do that with 50 pieces, you know? No, you so. can't actually. I'd be taking over the show. Yeah, you couldn't communicate yeah. the value of it. Yeah. When you shared the spotlight. And mm-hmm. that's, I mean, even we talked after that too. And I was like, dude, you should definitely think about doing the show. You should definitely yeah, you think did. about doing it with Mario. Mm-hmm. You should definitely mm-hmm. put some more And then you said I should it. have real models. Yeah. That I paid. I did. I did. He no, not, not to pay, to paint. Yeah, paint. Oh, I yeah. just paid. No. That's still and a good idea. It's like, not practical. It's not practical. He no. told me it wasn't practical. It's not. And that's why I said, make sure you run a Mario. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's like, bro, that's not practical. Yeah, I'm there's like, a okay. lot of ideas that come through this brain that yeah. aren't practical. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I didn't think of any of that. But okay. it's a good idea. It is a good idea. Yeah, just not yeah. for right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys had the conversation for the show. What did he say? Oh, not yeah, the time. He's like, no, Brad. No, no I, yeah, I think but you yourself would be good for that to do that because, that, like, I take my attention away from the show. Yeah, that's no, what you would. said. Yeah, mm-hmm. it definitely would. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I run a lot of things by Mario too before I do them because mm-hmm. I'm just you're like, like running by Mario. I'm like, I yeah. will, and then he's like, No, you know, your attention is going to be taken yeah, away. Yeah. Then I'm like, Yeah, true. Never mind. So what? Another happens, time. Yeah. What happens uh, in the conversations for you guys planning the show? He's taking his responsibility, his part. Mm-hmm. Then you're taking your part. So you guys are actually partnering mm-hmm. to do this show. Yes. And so. But it's under. But it is under we, the umbrella. Yep. We are Sacramento here mm-hmm. at the walk. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying, though, is like now it's your show. How is that for you? Like, How is it planning? What do you want to do? What are you going to do? What can't you do this time that you probably want to do next time? I feel like, like I'll have more answers about that. After, because I feel like, okay, this should be changed or that should be changed. Like yeah. right now, I feel like I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. The paintings. Or, yeah, the paintings, yeah. getting the pricing. I did the Eventbrite. Okay. I'm putting music together to play. Yeah. You know, because um, I'm like no DJ. Yeah. Getting prints made, you know, things like that. Uh, I'm just going like doing the checks. Like yeah. what I need to be doing. Going down the list. And then like if next time, if there's anything I had to do, change it for and make it better next time, you know? Because well, I don't know if I'm doing anything wrong. Well, me, you know, no, I get that. And that's probably a bad question. No, it wasn't. This, I just don't. Well, yeah, I just don't know if I'm right. doing anything bad yeah. yet because I don't haven't gone through it all. No, yet, and if it's you bad, know? you just lie and say, that's what I meant to that's do. That's how I meant to do that. Yeah, I meant to do that. <laughs> like it's art. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, it's art. Yeah. What I mean is. You've been in group shows. You shared mm-hmm. the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Now it's all on you. And now you're working with another type of space. Yeah. So there's a whole different element to it versus mm-hmm. what you're used to. Yes. How is that? Is it exciting? It's exciting. Is it scary? Is it intimidating? Like No. It's you're exciting. Excited. You're all for mm-hmm. it. I'm yeah. all for it. it I is. like change. I like new things. I like to grow. Yeah. You know, or try new things. I mean- it's not worth it if you're not trying new things, you know? Yeah. No, definitely. And there's. Because I'm like, I'm not nervous yet. I'm not nervous that people won't show up. Because I mean, like, I know people, some people will show up. People that I know, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they won't buy anything, but they'll be here. Like, it's yeah. okay. At least I'm getting to show it, you know? I think that's what I'm excited about. I'm getting to show it. Even yeah. if nothing sells, nobody shows up, I got to see it on a wall. Yeah. Instead of like stacked up in. 
one spot, you know? So the one thing I want to highlight, my follow-up question was going to be, you're in a very special space, place, structure-wise, because, like, deal-wise, mm-hmm. everything you sell is going to you. There is no gallery split or whatever you guys have worked out. It's not an unfair deal, is mm-hmm. what I mean. Mm-mm. In other places, that takes away a lot of the energy out of the show, out of the mm-hmm. artist, out of the day. Yeah. Some people charge. Cool. And how you charge. How you charge. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it changes a lot of things mm-hmm. when you involve way more when you put money in it in, in a greater capacity. Mm-hmm. So like, you're not doing that here where it's unfair. No. Everything is set to where it's all, it works for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's not something that usually happens here. Mm-mm. No. So that'll I mean, be probably something cool. Yeah. To talk about super, after. Yeah, yeah. After that. And I mean, if it changed, I was more than willing to be like, pay yeah. for this space, yeah. you know? Or pay for whatever to do. Oh, and I, I did the same thing, and I think other people that realize Mario's value mm-hmm. do the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's why like, I'm like, stuff I'm, keeps happening. I'm not going to like take away from a space. Yeah. You know, like if I have to pay, I'm paying. Yeah, but it's gonna happen. The show's happening whether I yeah. do it one way or the other. Oh, you I know, got the same state of mind. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. It's getting. Well, that's yeah. that's really the that's the thing and I, I was coming care. up to. I, yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Is that you partnered with a big dog this time. Not saying you didn't have big dogs before, but this is different. Mm-hmm. This is very different. Mm-hmm. And so there's a different element. There's a different aesthetic. It's different execution. Mm-hmm. Right? That's not something everybody gets access to. Yes. So that's the part that's like. That's really cool. I just wanted to yeah, highlight that before cool. the episode was over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's super cool. Big it dog is. over there. Big dog. <laughs> Big dog, Mario. That's a horrible name. Anyways. We'll, th- we'll work on my it. My bad. We'll work on it. <laughs> we'll work Dakota on it. Dakota Mario. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't want to drag this out for too much longer. There still needs to be enough meat on the back end for you to come back to the podcast. Yeah. So we'll talk about that the afterwards. Next time. Yeah, afterwards yeah. or whatever other platform you decide yeah. to be on. But there's uh, there is one question I wanted to conclude with and that is what wait a minute sorry do you have anything else you want to talk about want no. to mention want to highlight shout outs no you have a rap mixtape no out. you want to let everybody I know about sh- i don't rap ninja classes oh i, I mean we talked about that yeah well, i mean if she I gets don't enough rap. dms she'll do ninja I'm a, classes i'm an okay singer but i don't sing in front of people oh you fucking sing too <laughs> damn <laughs> i did I had chorus class? I can sing. What? I just don't sing in front of people. Not solo. Have you heard her sing? Mm-mm. Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> we talked about Maybe the movie. Maybe that's we, next. I don't we, know. Wait, we talked. You and I talked about the movie The Other Guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's another Will Ferrell movie where he sings Step Brothers, and he has like this angelic voice. It's you, <laughs> that's what I'm picturing you singing like in that situation. I'm on stage yeah. at the Catalina wine yeah, mixer. Yeah, fucking Catalina wine mixer. That's oh why. my goodness. No, okay. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> so yeah, if there's nothing you'd like to conclude with, I'd like to conclude with the question, and that's what's your idea of a dope day? Okay, I wake up, have breakfast. Any day you wake up is a good day. Yes. <laughs> the day I open my eyes, yeah. I open my eyes suddenly. Have breakfast, um, work out. Okay. I like to be outside. So if I'm like hiking, paddleboarding, and like end it with painting. There you go. I like to paint at night. I don't know about all artists, but I, I don't know. I Stay thrive at night. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's the unwind part. There you go. Well, I appreciate you. Give me the information for the art show again. One more time, please. It's uh, August 13th from okay. 4 to 10 p.m. It'll be here at the Lofts. 3400 Broadway. Yeah. You can find it on Instagram and everywhere else. And Eventbrite. Eventbrite. There mm-hmm. you go. This podcast is brought to you in part by We Are Sacramento and the Loft. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, it did start to get hot in here. <laughs> I just didn't want to say anything. Well, I was like, I'm sweating to death. Uh, I'm like, I didn't want to say anything because he's going to give us shit. <laughs> he's sweating, I'm sweating. I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, I can't. I'm not saying it. You saying it? I'm not saying it. I'm hot. I can tell you're hot. Yeah, he saw we were getting hot. He's like,